da. <laughs> this couch is so weird. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I am very excited for this episode of the pod. <laughs> if you are watching on video, you can see we have an entire new setup. We got a brand new setup. The thanks sponsors everyone. have really yeah, been coming everyone's in. Donations. What a great time it's been. That really big donation came in, and we were able to buy this new couch, um, which yeah. is significantly nicer. We're still working out like the table details. Yeah, exactly. Um, the, I like this table. It's all natural. It's at our shoulder level. Kind it's of. kind of better. This couch better. is nice too because I can back that camera up, and we can put like seven or eight dudes on the couch. <laughs> we can put a lot of dudes. We add that extra section. Mm-hmm. Nine, ten guys on here. Oh, yeah. Nine, ten guys easy. Yeah, you can fit. We can fit the entire fire department, and have them all mic'd up, <laughs> and we'll just do the pod. The, oh, by the way, I don't know if you know him or not, but it it says that Bubs and Nate follow him. A fireman. Uh, followed the, um, followed the Instagram. Oh no! Wait, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not. Oh no. Do we? Do we know him or no? Well, it's like a bunch of people. By a bunch of people, yeah. It's like Nate and Bubs follow him. Let's hear him. Let's hear him. Let's see followers. His head. His picture is like a fire. Fire time. Fire guy. It's funny. Right before we started sitting down. I saw that video of the, is the firefighters and they're like freaking their house or whatever, <laughs> like warehouse, and it was like they had a bunch of strippers in there, <laughs> and they, were, and they were getting danced on, because there's already a pole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. True. Did he untrue? Did he unfollowed us because he knew we were gonna talk shit. Maybe he followed us. Watched a couple episodes and was like, "Oh, he's like shoot." Because the last two, we've kind of been on them. We've been cracking down on. We've the been firemen. cracking down on them. Oh, there he is, Danny. You know that guy? Oh, I think I do. Interesting. I think I do. Well, wait, maybe I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I'm excited because I feel like we're getting closer and closer to the first uh, fireman guest. Oh, we and for sure are. He's, I mean, he's got a lot to make up for. Uh, whoever well, the first guy is, dude, I would like to have a, a like not a wannabe fireman, but like a fireman, a person that wants to be a fireman. Yeah. So we can talk them out of it. Actually, oh. but our points would talk people into being a fireman. Because we say they have a, such a lax job. Oh yeah, we they make don't it sound out, like a yeah. They amazing don't put out fires. Job. They eat all day. They get free food. They get praised. They they're at like every parade ever. Yeah. They have a ski centurion with a Traeger built in. They do, and they're grilling and they're swimming and they're skiing. <laughs> and and they're nowhere near the. When they want a fire, they just go out and light a fire. They light a fire and, and then, then they, they destroy the house. Yeah, I'm sure it's like a maintenance thing for those Pierce. Fire trucks that they need to be used occasionally, <laughs> so that they're that they're like, oh, we need to use it so it doesn't break down. Interval, they go they go out and 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 burn something down. <laughs> they tried to take our local coffee shop away, but oh, that was so funny. By the way, what, what what what? Our local coffee shop caught on fire. Oh yeah, and they're located right next to a fire department. Yeah, <laughs> a block away, yeah. and they were not there at the fire department. They were out freaking grilling or wherever they were. They were probably out on the on the boat. And they so were. the neighboring 
town had to come over and put out the fire. No yep. way. Yep. That is so... They must have been so bummed. Yeah. Yeah. Or not. A they, fire in their backyard. They probably got the call and they're like, you know, we're just getting into lunch. Why we can't call the town over? Yeah, we can't really... We we're really we're on our right third now. course. We've got <laughs> yeah. 10 courses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're not even halfway done with lunch. <laughs> they're all at Ruth's, Chris. It's been <laughs> They've been eating lunch for two hours. And they're they're like almost halfway. Jonah's not even on his third tomahawk yet. <laughs> <laughs> we, we cannot answer that call. <laughs> hey, nobody he, answered. He nobody answered. Yeah, he pulls up the call. Don't you, don't, don't you answer that call. Don't you answer that call. <laughs> He puts on silent, puts it down. Yeah, they, it says like emergency. It's flashing on it. Like <laughs> yeah. fire, fire, fire. That's nah, not real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Another cat in a tree. <laughs> it, was a, it was a weird weekend for me. And you, I feel like because we were in separate areas. Yeah, that, we both were. doesn't happen We a were lot. both at large. The house was empty. The house was empty. I tried to leave my motorcycle in the house. Because I knew no one would be home, so I didn't think it would be that big of an issue. And I was like, yeah, maybe it'll smell like a little bit like gasoline. Um, And I get it in the house, which was a lot of work, by the way. I I pulled my bag. So hilarious. The leakiest Honda XR ever. The whole house smelled (laughs) like gasoline like within 10 minutes. And... Then Bubs... The issue was I couldn't leave it there without Bubs noticing. She's like, I'm... She actually said it was so funny. She was like, I could tell you were home because I can smell oil. And I and I wanted to like point at the bike so bad, but I didn't. I like kept it quiet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, Yeah, I just I've been working on the bike today. And uh and it's just stinking. And I'm like, I'm taping. Hey Bubs, could you bring me a rent? <laughs> I'm taping yeah. all the gas vent holes on the bike. No, and it's like not working. No way. It's it's like not working. It still smells like why gas. Did, why what was the like reasoning to put it in the house? Because I didn't want to put it, I didn't want to leave it outside. And you could use my little cover. I had my little cover there, right? Your bike was under the cover. Oh. oh. I left it in, I left it over here in the shed at the, in the chicken coop. <laughs> I left it in the chicken coop. You should get a cover. I should. That one was 20 bucks. No way. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting a cover. On Amazon. It works pretty good. It works pretty good. Well, yeah, anyway, it was, good for the sun. it was smelling so bad, and then I kind of used the excuse of she was like, are you sure you want to leave it in the house? Like, she's trying to be nice, but she really was trying to say, don't freaking leave the bike in the house, because yeah, yeah, it's going to yeah. stink when we get she back. She was being nice about the bike being She was being the nice. House. She was being nice. I'll give her all the credit. And I kind of was like, pretended I was being nice, and I was like, you know what? I'll move it out of the house. Like, <laughs> thinking like, this is going to be a problem if I leave it in here. It will smell like a garage. <laughs> You like conjured a situation where you could be the good guy. Yeah, yeah. I will. I'll move it out of the house. I'll do it. The car is in the living room. Tyler, I don't know if we should have your truck in the living room. It's breaking the floor. I think you're right. I'll move it. She she said, "Aw, thank you." Meanwhile, I just wanted to sit on the couch. It was in the way. Yeah. No. I don't know. I thought it was a great plan. It was a funny picture, and then I moved it out. It was really hard to get in. I pulled my back trying to lift it up the stairs, um, but it it got in there, and it fits really nice. It fits really nice. It looked huge in the house. It looked so big, and you've seen them. That's why it, the houses have garages. You know? Yeah, so, I guess so. Yeah, we don't have 
<laughs> yeah, usually you can't fit a car inside a house. They usually make them proportional to like human beings <laughs> and not giant motorcycles. Well, I'm going to change the way we think about houses in the in the next little bit That's here. True. Gonna, You're going to build your own house. Gonna real estate gonna some houses. Like, <laughs> every room's going to be the size of a garage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> every room's going to be able to fit a Peterbilt in it. It's going <laughs> to be concrete floors, 20-foot ceilings. Yeah. <laughs> All the doors are garage doors. Like when you want to get from the living room <laughs> yeah. to your bedroom, you have to open a garage door. The guest room's a paint booth. It's all vented. Yeah. All the walls are garage doors too. So you press <laughs> one button and it just goes <laughs> like the whole house starts making. Or you making... can do the emergency close, which. Yeah. And all the latches come through. You get the giant red button. That would be cool. Can you imagine that? Having like a lockdown button on your house? That's so cool. would be gnarly. That'd be so cool. You build a moat. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you should build a moat big enough and then it's like, it's got this double that you have to jump. Oh, so you so can only get in if you have skill. If you have skill, yeah. 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 Like there's no actual bridge. Yeah. <laughs> Any visitor has to be able to hit the double. <laughs> or like a tabletop yeah. and if it doesn't feel you scrub, yeah. the tabletop like just falls out <laughs> <It's> <laughs> into a lava pit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a false top tabletop. So you just, yeah. If you think that you can just ride over it, you yeah, fall through you, it. you fall through, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, no, I <laughs> we we were leaving, so I tried to put the bike away, but I was going to the beach to see Adam. You were going to old Illinois. The Windy City. What a great time. Yeah, and I had I mean I had a regular time at the beach. It was just like, you know, a beach visit. Nothing like nothing, nothing super crazy. crazy, but I am interested to hear a little bit of the story from of my story. Yeah, it, yours seems a lot more exciting. <sighs> and it was. But let me start out by saying I'm lucky to be alive <laughs> right now. And this is it. This is pre-Windy City. Okay. <laughs> On Thursday. I might have told you about this. I might have not. But I had a, a clean little exercise, lifted some huge weight, went outside, ran my miles, was doing my hybrid crap. Always ended off with a sauna. Always ended off with a sauna. 20 minutes at 200 degrees. And then I went into the sauna. It was at the perfect temperature. There's this giant fat guy in there. And I, you know, you walk in, you're like, wait, what up? And then I sit down and I'm like, oh, this feels so good. Because when you first get in the sauna, it just feels so good. Yeah. Like your muscles just freaking like, uh, <coughs> your muscles just do that. That's for Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then I sit down, and then all of a sudden I'm asleep. <laughs> what? <laughs> and this never you fell ha- asleep in the sauna. Yeah, yeah. This has never happened before. I never fall asleep in the sauna because it's like it's on that uncomfortable side when it's that hot that you don't like. There's no time for sleeping. Usually at 20 minutes, I'm like, like, like I need to get out at. Tw- How long do you sleep at 20? for? It <laughs> I'm getting there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this fat guy was in there. Probably two minutes before I was, I saw him walk in. And so I knew he'd been in there not that much longer than I have. And I fell asleep somehow. And then I woke up and he was still there, but he looked like he was dead. Like he looked like he was, he was dying. Like he was like kind of sprawled out, like, like just dripping sweat. And he's like, Hey buddy. Do you know how long we've been in here for? <laughs> Dude, I look at my watch. 30 minutes. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's been 30 minutes. He's like, 
all right, I was just making sure you're all right. Have a good one. Yeah. And he, he left, and I was like, oh, my God. Dude, I, I 30 minutes is, like, getting dangerous. Like, 20 yeah. minutes, yeah. 25 minutes for me at 200 degrees is, like, getting to a dangerous spot because yeah. you start to get dizzy and uh-huh, woozy, uh-huh. and you, you see, like, sparks in your eyes. And in 30, I woke up at 30 minutes refreshed, not out of breath. I checked my heart rate. It was at, like, 100, which is pretty normal for the sauna. But usually at that mark, at 20 minutes, I'm at like 160. Yeah. Because it's just like pumping blood. Uh, I like how you just go immediately into diagnostics. Oh, yeah. You're like, am I alive? Checking your watch. Oh, yeah. I I went straight to diagnostics. It says I'm alive. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I lived. My oxygen level is good. (laughs) (laughs) But I I don't know what happened there, but 30 minutes. If he wasn't in there, I might have... Think he like shuffled around and his his uh, I body made noise. I might have gotten woke you up. cooked because what really woke me up was him being like, because I was like kind of groggy waking up, and and that's when he said, "Hey, buddy, how long have we been in here?" Yeah, and, and then I was like, "What?" Check my. I was like, "Holy refrigerator!" That's crazy. So if no one was in there, I I could have been in there for an hour or two. Just slow cooking. Just slow cooking oh. and dying. But it was weird because. I don't, it didn't, it felt like great sleep at 200 degrees. <laughs> That's weird. And, and your body gets up to like temp yeah. after, you know, five minutes yeah. in there, you start really sweating. And I, I mean, I was, I was soaked and the wood was all soaked, but I don't know. I just, I don't know what happened, but I got to look out for it. Man. <laughs> and anyone who does sauna, just don't fall asleep. Yeah. Or set like a buzzer alarm on your watch. Set or a something. buzzer. Yeah. I've been in the sauna hundreds of times now, and I try to do it like four days a week, and I've never even come close to falling asleep because it's hard. You don't fall asleep when yeah. stuff is like taxing. We used to go in the sauna all the time when I was at NC State, and I never, ever did I even get sleepy. You don't know. You never get sleepy. I don't I don't understand it, but that was it was a long gym day, though, but I was thinking, I was like, dude, I'm never doing a max bench press and just like conk out. No, <laughs> you know? no. Like push, push, push. That's insane. Yeah, so that was. I'm lucky to be here. That's an NDE right there. That's a near death experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it didn't feel like I felt refreshed when I got out. It was great. <laughs> and I probably got all the the benefits of the sauna without having to suffer. Without having to suffer, I had like a nice little dream. Great dream. So it was like you actually, and the- maybe next time I'll just set an alarm. <laughs> just go to sleep. Yeah, maybe I will. Oh, you wake up the ne- it's the next day. I You're all been... like crispy and shriveled yeah. up, like in uh, the SpongeBob movie. <laughs> yeah. Water. We made it to Shell City. Oh. Got the crown back, but <laughs> yeah, my my normal sauna position is usually just sitting up. But if there's no one in there, I'll just lay down on the top bench, mm-hmm. with my head against the wall, and it just feels fantastic. And you know, just got carried away, I guess. Yeah. But um yeah, it was my that's my NDE. And then we got a couple tickets to Chicago for a Cubs game, which was yeah, fantastic. You and Nate. Yeah, and and Nate came to me with, with the proposal like like a week before and he's like, Hey, do you wanna go to Chicago on the nineteenth or whatever? And I was like I was like, For what? And he's like, A Cubs game. And I was like are you paying for it? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't have money for that. Because like plane tickets like three hundred bucks 
And then, uh, well, we spent all on the couch and everything, and yeah, we're getting everything nice. Yeah, we were so, so busy spending so, so much money on so, this couch. So we didn't, you know, we didn't <laughs> have any extra cash to just throw around. And he's like, I'll, I'll get, I'll give you the. I'm on the Nate program right now. It's a 36 months zero interest loan for 300. dollars Seriously. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You took out a Nate loan. A Nate loan. It's a it's a great deal. Yeah. Thirty six months. I'm gonna start financing. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a Nate loan out and buy something like really weird, really big. Just start paying him like the minimum. I mean, the minimum you could pay ten bucks a month. I think thirty six months you could pay less than ten bucks a month. That's fantastic, and I'm on it. Zero I interest. About, I was thinking about subletting Nate's like closet for someone who needs storage. And he's like, Where, who what's needs all clothes? this shit? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> and I'm paying him the loan out of the guy subletting me. It's a, just a constant scam. Oh, yeah. Don't you think that would be good? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and the loan that I took out from him was the ad to sublet his closet. <laughs> so it's like a, con- it's a yeah, feedback yeah, loop. Yeah, you got the feedback loop going on. That's cash flow. It just continues to grow and grow and grow. And then I just sell to him. <laughs> <laughs> back to Nate. Yeah, I sell the company. <laughs> Sorry, Nate. Times are changing. So, how was your trip to the Windy City then? Oh, so is it really that windy? It was. It was like, you know, it was. It was windy. I think it probably gets a lot windier during the winter. Oh yeah, but during the summer, as you know, it was. It was windy, but not not windy. Windy. Also, by the way, in the winter in the city, if it's windy, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> So, like, to call yeah. it the Windy City, like, it's a great thing is funny to me. Well, yeah, it gets so windy. For everyone who doesn't know, everyone probably does know, but Lake Michigan is right next to it. So, it's like... That lake effect It's wind. the whole city and then this giant ocean-like lake that has freaking, like, waves and crap. It's crazy. I don't know why it has waves. It just does. Yeah, you Lake Ontario why? has waves. For It's a lake. And there's a beach area yeah, at yeah, lake the, ontario where yeah. and you go there and you feel like you're at the beach like completely and it's fresh water it's the most it's, bizarre experience it's the best of both worlds though because salt water kind of sucks yeah and the but the beach is awesome and anyway we got the tickets and we we went to the airport and oh dude i just love like every couple of years i fly i just love flying or the takeoff the takeoff, the is, takeoff cool. is so cool because the captain, the captain's like, cleared for, cleared for takeoff. I'm just like, oh, I get like chills. <laughs> He's ready. And then on the way there, I had the window seat and I was just watching the, the freaking like jet stream come out of the wing. And I was like, oh, you're out of there. Yeah. And then I like always contemplate life when we're leaving. Yeah, like, you have to. Like you're going up and you're like, not that long ago, this wasn't a thing. Yeah. And so I was curious, and I looked up when we landed. I was like, "What? It, what's the history of the commercial airlines?" And so the the start of the commercial airlines was like in the 1920s, I guess. And it was only for like the super rich. Yeah. It's like the whole like the submarine thing, where it like just <laughs> yeah, kinda, it yeah. just kind of sucks. It was super dangerous. And yeah, only rich people could do it. and They were dying, <laughs> dude. Their planes in the 20s were these freaking. It, you could carry like two passengers and it was open. There was no windows. What? And so the the pilots were just like out in the wind and the passengers were out in the wind <laughs> and there was no there was no like depress or like pressurizing the cabin. Everyone was just like and because they didn't 
depressurized the cabin they had to say super low so yeah. it was super turbulent the whole time <laughs> and people were getting like sick and just throwing up everywhere <laughs> and for the super rich it was so unbelievably funny and then in the in the what is it the 40s they came out with like multi-person like like you could take like 15 people mm-hmm. and they had windows but they still were like being weird about the deep or pressurized cabin thing and so they were still all getting like super sick so it wasn't it wasn't they didn't depressurize it no no well they what it was like open to the pressure yeah like yeah, pressure. yeah yeah exactly yeah. so they had to also stay low <laughs> and then <laughs> and then they had this ford the ford engine was on it not these like jet engines it yeah. was that with their prop, the rotary engine yeah the prop yeah. planes and they were just so unbelievably loud that they came out with this megaphone to talk so so the stewardess could talk to the passengers <laughs> the megaphone the megaphone was 120 decibels oh. which is unbelievably loud i looked up it's like 160 decibels you're it's like perforating your eardrums and you no longer can hear and it's like just under that yeah you still get permanent hearing damage at 120 (laughs) it's this dude at the front of the plane is just like everybody hang on everybody's like throwing up and everything everybody hang on (laughs) and it was just like so ridiculously stupid to fly commercially up until like World War Two, basically, and that's when like everything kind of modernized, and they got like a couple maybe little com- computer components in there, and and they were able to pressurize the the cabin and everything, and then they got the jet. As soon as they built the jet engine, it like revolutionized everything. It's so crazy. I mean, like I I always look out at the wing because I've been flying a decent bit for work lately, mm-hmm. and you watch the wing on these like big seven forty sevens. And when it gets lift, the whole wing is kind of like drooped down and then it goes to up. Yeah. Like the wing yeah. is, is, and it moves up like at the tip, it moves up like 15 feet. It's insane. It's so crazy. And then you get all the like the flaps and all this stuff come up and mm-hmm. it gives you more like more yeah. lift. It's crazy. Exactly. But I just thought it was, it, it's so unbelievable to me that within like our grandparents' lifetime that it went from a dude in a super shaky plane <laughs> that, that is like open dude screaming in a megaphone with a giant everywhere. ford prop plane basically to now it's just like it's so like cut and clean just like yeah you just get on you take off you land and you're just at whatever fifteen thousand feet going like 500 miles an hour for no reason for no reason just because you want to go watch a baseball game just because a baseball game that you could do that right now yeah like imagine you you talk to freaking paul revere you're like by the way we're gonna be fifteen thousand feet in the air one day in a tube just freaking 500 feet pressurized uh the stewardess can bring you high noon i don't know you don't know what high noon is but (laughs) it's a really good seltzer (laughs) (laughs) vodka based Oh, people throw their lives away for it. Oh, they do. (laughs) (laughs) I just, it it blows my mind. I'm I'm getting like excited for this Cancun trip that we're taking in a couple weeks. That is just like, it's just a long flight. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, I just love flying. I, I don't like when I can't see 
if I got to sit up in the cockpit and I was just like hearing the captain and oh. talking to him, I would love flying so much. But when I have no idea, like the captain could be shitting his pants. Like he, he, he could have been like, I mean, there's a chance I was on a flight before where the captain was like almost screwed something up and I didn't even know. <laughs> yeah, you don't and, know. And he almost shit his pants like he was sleeping. Yeah. He slept yeah. for 20 minutes and he's like, oh, <laughs> like he wakes up. He's <laughs> like, no. <laughs> That's why there are only two guys in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just so weird. One time I got off a plane and I was reading uh, Dale Carnegie on the plane. And so I get off and I'm like, hey, by the way. I'm, as I'm leaving, I look at the captain. I was like, that was a beautiful landing. Yeah. I thought it was just a cool thing you to say. You have a great face. He looked at, <laughs> he looks at me like I just insulted him. And then I just like get off the plane. I'm like, well, I don't need to deal with TSA for telling him it was a beautiful landing. Yeah, I don't know what's going yeah, on. Well, yeah, what? I got nervous. I just left. But I was like, that was a beautiful landing. Because it was. I didn't feel it. Like I couldn't tell when the wheels hit the ground. Yeah. And then you just feel the gravity slowly come in. And you're like, wow, and that's then, that's You impressive. know when the wheels hit. Yeah. They're pretty intense. The first guy's landing was pretty intense. The second guy was a lot smoother. I'm telling you, that guy that I complimented, it was like the best landing I've ever felt. And I and I thought he would like me saying that. I thought that would be like a nice thing to say to a pilot. Apparently not. Don't tell him that you liked his landing. We gotta look up the um, the airline lingo. Yeah. That was a great yeah. squat, sir. Yeah, you just go British. Yeah. Great landing, sir. Excellent flooring. Yeah. You must have had your beans and toast this morning, because that was just great. You can't do that without protein. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, the second flight was a little sketchy when we landed in Raleigh. Yeah. And I look out the window, and the the captain or the pilots out there like checking stuff out. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like huh? We were on a flight. Your dad was talking about being on a flight and seeing like red liquid just like dumping out of the plane and he was he like got the stewardess and told him like hey there's a red there's red fluid dumping out of the plane and uh dude that's kerosene and then the captain i think came back and then he was like oh yeah that's leftover something that's normal that's fine like it was like uh, and then and then your dad said he just kind of like was a little bit on edge the yeah, whole flight yeah, yeah. he's like oh yeah it's supposed to pour red fluid out of the wing that's normal that happens. That's weird because don't they use kerosene? That's jet fuel, right? <laughs> I guess so. and kerosene's red. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was Holy like, frick. he was like, what are you doing, cat? At least they can glide those suckers, though. Yeah, they've got a couple options, couple maneuvers they can do. You know yeah. about what? Uh, uh, is it auto rotor on a helicopter? If you lose power, I think it's called auto rotor gotta have a backup especially on a freaking helicopter where all you rely on is your prop or whatever what is that called is it your prop on a helicopter yeah it's the blades your blades yeah if that goes down auto rotation okay so this is what you do on a helicopter it's crazy so i've landed a um I've tried this on one of the like RC ones and it worked a little bit, but on mm. the big ones, it's supposed to be like a pretty good plan. The way that those blades work is they're, you can move the pitch so they can go up or so when you move them yeah, up, uh-huh. it, it pulls up and you can actually go down a little bit so that you can, I mean, it would push the helicopter down basically. And so what you do is if you lose your engine, you flip that thing to down and then as you start 
like hurtling towards the earth, yeah. it starts spinning the blades. What? Like, and they start spinning faster and faster and faster as you fall faster and faster and faster. And then when you get close to the ground, you flip the collective pitch to the to up. Yeah. So they've been spinning up the whole time you've been falling, and that last little bit of rotational like inertia that they have pulls you up enough that you don't land hard. It's like Whoa. it's like the jumping on the elevator that falls. Yeah. But it works. I like you can see videos of people who they they lose their engines, they flip that pitch pitch down and they wait and they wait and they wait and then they just crank it up at the last minute. That's freaking awesome actually. And it, I, I it always gives wondered, me chills yeah, thinking about I, it. I always wondered what they what they did with helicopters when the engines go down. Yeah, it's, I used to do the information. I used to do the RC helicopters which is like you learn so much about how they work. And it's so stupid simple, but it's so cool. You see one fly over, it's like... Especially those big military ones that fly over. You oh, hear them yeah. making that like real low-pitched noise. Yeah. And you know the noise is just them like <laughs> cutting through the air. Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah, there was an uh, a air show going on in Chicago when we got there. And dude, these are like... Jet pilots are like going in between the buildings. No way. Yeah. Like in GTA. Yeah, and you could see their uh when they would make like a real sharp turn, it'd be completely like horizontal to the ground. You could see their little slipstream coming off the end of their little wing. Yeah. Oh, it's the coolest freaking thing. I can't even Oh, there's that there was that video of the Blue Angels. It was from one of the cockpits of one of the planes, and it was four of them flying in the tightest formation ever. Like if one messed up at all, mm-hmm. at least two of them were going down. Oh my god. And they just locked in like they didn't they were just like waving at each other. They they're so good at it. <laughs> oh, I can't believe the aircraft. Dude, one little like one little smidge from the wind you'd feel like but those things just cut through. I want a plane so bad. I want to get, get a, a plane. We need to get a jet. We're going to we're we're going to rule this guy pretty soon. We're yeah. we're working on yeah. freaking the ground right now. We've got a pretty good operation going on the land. We've got a great operation. Well, I don't want to disclose the whole operation because well, we uh, can't. I don't want. Yeah, we can't. But right. anyway, yeah, we got there and then we went to the baseball game. Oh, Wrigley Field this place is pretty cool. Yeah, it's got a lot of history. In yeah, it. that's a like really historical stadium. Yeah, it's right? like it's like over a hundred years old. And uh, during since the air show was going on during the national anthem, the freaking the the F-16s or the Thunderbirds flew over and it, they flew so low and it was so loud and I got like just small. I just wanted to like, I just wanted to punch yeah. someone in the face, man. <laughs> I just wanted to like, <laughs> I just wanted to throw a baseball as hard as I could <laughs> right at someone's head. Oh man, it, it just boosts my testosterone so much with that just like that rumble in the air that just... <laughs> It's me. I mean, uh, the Cubs won, and they did this crazy song. They were like, "Go Cubs, go, go Cubs, go!" <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, <laughs> and I don't, I don't know. I'm like, I'm a, I'm a learning Cubs fan. Yeah. So you don't know. And, the, the and I was just like, I was just dancing around. Yeah. Kind of, I was like, yeah, <laughs> go, Cubs, go. Just like your lips are moving, like yeah, you yeah. trying to figure out what people yeah. are saying. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I went to a Braves Phillies game at the Braves Stadium before. That's the only like MLB game I've ever been to. They're really cool. They're just like a cool atmosphere. Even I wasn't like paying a hundred percent attention. Five hours long. Well, they changed the rules last season, so the pitch clock is so much shorter. 
So the pitch clock's like 15 seconds now. From yeah. the time the pitcher gets the ball yeah. to the time he has to throw it, it's 15 seconds. So the games are like two and a half to three hours now. Okay. So they're like, they're decent. But yeah. if you go to the game, you want them to be longer. Yeah, because you paid for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't, which was a crazy thing. Uh, Nate's, we went there because Nate's aunt wanted to like, Wish him a happy birthday and mm-hmm. and take him to the Cubs game or whatever, and she paid for everything, literally, and she would get mad if she didn't pay for your stuff. That's crazy. So that's mad. so nice. So unbelievably nice. I I just couldn't believe it. We went on the subway there. We she paid for all that. Every drink we got at the game, she paid for with her twelve bucks a pop. Damn. But. I mean, she just paid, and then after we go to the Cubs game, she's like, "Okay, we're gonna go to GT Prime, which is some crazy steakhouse in in downtown Chicago." I just yeah, dude, you showed me the picture of the, the shrine to the chef. The shrine, there's a shrine to this guy. His like name is like it's GT because his name is like Giuseppe Tir Tir something. Yeah, Tiramisu. And and the Nate's aunt knew him or knows him. And they're like they're like really good buddies. And we got there, and all the all the waiters are like coming over and giving her hugs and stuff. And they're so wow. happy for her to be there. I just couldn't believe it. I look at the menu, and it says it's this beautiful menu. And then in the middle, it just says "Happy Birthday, Nate." No way. Yeah. yeah. And they just did it just to do it because my or not my aunt, but Nate's yeah. Aunt, like you've just, adopted her. Yeah. Yeah. My aunt. My aunt. My yeah, aunt. My, well, my kind of my. She's aunt. really nice. Huh? <laughs> Nate's aunt was like, just texted the GM of the place and was like, hey, by the way, we're coming by uh, with a few people um, this date just yeah. for, for a little birthday get together. And she didn't say anything about like customizing a menu mm-hmm. or anything. Mm-hmm. Oh, and this place was dark. You walk in and it was like, it was like you're ready to go to bed. And, yeah. there. and it was like, <laughs> you just fall asleep yeah, everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, slept I just, through your whole meal. Yeah, I just knocked out. And there was like fur on the on the like the bar and stuff. Yeah. It was like weirdly every waiter was in like suits. Yeah. Like really nice suits. Yeah. I've never been to a place like this. And I was just like kind of doing the har 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 thing with uh-huh. people because yeah. I was like meeting all these people and like Nate's aunt's friend is like the CEO of Walgreens or something. Damn. And I'm like shaking this guy's hand. And he's like trying to force feed me stuff, which was kind of interesting. What? He was like <laughs> handing you food. Yeah, yeah. He kept like he was on the way other side of the table. He's like, "Gosh, <laughs> Gus, are you? You're not full, are you?" And I was like, oh, "I was like, oh, I'm stuffed." And he's like, "He's like, no, you're not. You better keep eating." <laughs> and then and then you can't stop eating because it's a hundred and eighty dollar tomahawk steak. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, pass it down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's just like oh it it was i'm not even like joking it was the best food i've ever had bar That's, like yeah. bar none and then the dude asked me like the one of the guys we were with because they know everyone too he's like do you like burgers and i was like do i like do i do i ever. like burgers <laughs> i was like i'm a burger guy and he's like <laughs> he's like yeah guy. and he's like He's like, well, we have the best burger. He's like, GT Prime has the best burger I've ever had, and yeah. it's not even close. 
And he's from really? Chicago. Yeah. I mean, like downtown, there's good food there. And so he ordered a couple burgers. Dude. I mean, my favorite burger is a 10. And this burger was like a 90. Really? It was the best burger, and I don't know why. I have no idea. There was, I don't know one ingredient that was on it besides the fat, juicy Wagyu steak yeah. that was on it or uh-huh. whatever that was perfectly just freaking medium rare. Uh-huh. It was just so unbelievably delicious. I can't even describe. I, I'll, I'll name a, I got a little list of all the food. <laughs> <laughs> so this is what the guy ordered for, for the table. There's tomahawk steak, porterhouse steak, prime ribeye steak, and then veal parm, which is it's chicken parm, mm-hmm. but with veal. What the frick was that? Why was it so good? I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. Uh, beef tartar, which is just like ground beef that's raw. I've had that. It's good. So good. It's weirdly good because you think Unbe- it's going to be gross and it's so good. I dove right into that. Unbelievably good. Uh, the tortellini exploded in my mouth with flavor. <laughs> I can't even believe it. that was a ten out of ten. Scallops, what the frick? What I don't understand how everything they brought out was a ten out of ten. There wasn't one thing where I was like, ah, this is meh. Yeah. There was a hash browns that they came with. Like there were like little hash browns with they were cubed. Yeah. And they had like a little truffle on top yeah. and with this like little truffle sauce. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then he orders three bottles of wine for the table. This red wine, mm-hmm. unfreaking believable. It was like one hundred twenty dollars a bottle. Yeah, <laughs> just going down the list. And then, oh man, I, I had a I had a couple ciders while I was there. Oh, those were so good. I don't even know what they were. And then. She got this triple chocolate cake that oh. I didn't even. I was so full. I was like, you know, when I get full and I like start moaning, yeah, yeah. and like writhing around in my seat, and yeah, I'm like, I'm yeah. like worming out. Yeah. I was doing that at this fancy restaurant in front of these people that I've never met before, <laughs> and we were having such a good time. And they, yeah. they obviously enjoyed what I was doing, yeah. and I was just like, every time they oh, thought so, it was oh. so funny they thought i was joking yeah when i was like so unbelievably full like just spooning this crazy chocolate cake <laughs> that they just like dripped freaking thing over and i was like oh, oh. <laughs> and i was like i was like in my seat all weird i was like oh, oh. and they were all just like laughing at me <laughs> oh it's like the shark boy in lava girl when he dreams the <laughs> yeah the chocolate it, yeah, river it was just like that Oh my god! And the, oh, the knife, the steak knives. They brought over this. This how fancy this restaurant was. They brought over this box, and then they opened the box, and everyone got to choose their knife. Oh really? I like that. Yeah, I like that. And I chose this like it was like this like machete. <laughs> yeah, you get just the like, biggest one. It was like a weighted like. <laughs> It looked like it's African machete. Do you like balance it on your finger to make sure it's got the right balance point yeah, and everything? Yeah. I'm like, this is a proper blade. I was saying <laughs> I was saying this weekend um to my brother that if I was in Harry Potter, my wand would be a knife. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that'd be sick. Because then you could <laughs> actually be, you could cut somebody with it and you could also be really cast out of it. Close range. Yeah. You'd be really close range. <laughs> Leviosa. 
So you get to choose your <laughs> knife. That's kind of awesome. It the whole thing was like way too fancy for me. How much do you know what the bill was at all? It was in the <laughs> when I got back to the hotel room. Yeah, uh, Nate's girlfriend, me, and I were calculating the menu because Nate brought one of the menus back because it had his name on it and everything. Yeah, and we were calculating exactly what we got. It ended up being in like the thousands. Oh, and of course, uh, Nate's Anne is just like throws her, yeah, her card it's at it. It's not even that big of a it's deal. It's not a big deal. Man. It, uh, it's like, I don't belong there. No. My taste buds belong there, <laughs> yeah. but I don't belong yeah. there. And I felt like, I didn't feel like I was faking it, but you know, you do that like hardy tar thing. You're like, ha ha ha. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you like laughing at like this guy's yeah. like stupid jokes. You're just like in the corner like, ha ha ha. can't help it. Yeah, like, yeah you just can't. And I told them. Quite delightful. Yeah, yeah, I told them before. I was like, I was like, I hate going to fancy restaurants because you just kind of have to fake being like, yeah. like uppity up and then you end up doing it anyway it comes too yeah. naturally <laughs> so what do you do for work <laughs> like, i own walgreens i was i was asking questions that i never would have asked yeah. like just casually yeah. i'm like so so how's your relationship with your husband been yeah <laughs> just this, too fancy. this woman across the head. oh i would not and have done like, well and she's like, we, we, you know, we, we have our issues, but at the end of the day, we love each other. And yeah. I'm like, that's all that matters at the end of the day. Like, like I'm just saying like some BS crap. You're just bullshitting that with I, the rich. That I meant in the morning. What? That I meant in the moment. Yeah, yeah. In the morning. <laughs> in the morning. And then, you know, you step outside and you're like, oh, it was all like a, like you're on drugs in there. Like as soon as you step in, you get that oh, yeah. drug and then. You kind of get over yourself when you're out of there, but it does it like it that that like your surroundings like just morph you into this this weird person. Yeah, but I I think I was I was pretty normal. You were centered. I I was centered and I was grounded. I was I was asking the right oh. things and I was I was telling the right stories, and yeah, I said the right stuff. I said that good. That, that's, I didn't embarrass myself except for one time. I was I was trying to take a picture of the place. Yeah. I was right at the end of the table and my flash was on. Oh, and it was so dark in there yeah. and it just it like, exploded the, whole, yeah. the thing. And I was like, <laughs> I pointed, sorry guys, I, I pointed it down. Yeah, and they were like, peasant, peasant. He thinks this is interesting. How could you take a picture in here? This is a regular. It is disgusting in here. <laughs> Why do you think it's so dark? It's so fancy. Like, like there's a picture of like this black portrait on the wall of like a bowl, and then there's a squid in the bowl, <laughs> like just for no reason. It's like, what is the squid for? Probably a million dollar piece of art. Yeah, exactly. And then you go up to the bathroom. This huge mural of the chef, right there in the doorway. <laughs> he's just looking. He's in. He's not even like in a chef, like smiling. He's like frowning, and he's in a hoodie, a black hoodie. Uh, yeah. He's like. That's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if I had a shrine yeah. in my restaurant, I would want it to be badass. It, it was. It was. I would probably put on a full, like, traditional chef's uniform with, like, the crazy Italian hat. Like, the puffy white hat. They and said. just be doing a wheelie. <laughs> and, like, be looking yeah, yeah, at the camera. Yeah. And that would be my shrine. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they said it. He like won Top Chef or something. Really? The show. Yeah. Something like that. I think Chicago's big for those shows. Yeah. Like the TV shows are filmed there a lot. I'm from Chicago. And, then, and I can do a lot of cooking. 
but all the like the uppity up people at the table just kept telling us or telling me stories about like the people that they know that I don't know. Yeah. And it was like, it was like, I know this guy that does this and knows this guy. And I'm like, you know, you don't really care, but you're like, wow, that's, that's awesome. Like, I don't know who that is. And I'm glad that he has $50 billion. I'm glad that he invites you to places. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> like, that's awesome. It is funny because like, you want to be so rich. Everybody wants to be so rich. But it's like the activity, like if you want to hang out with people who are so rich, you're hanging out with like, I mean, I'm sure there's people who are so rich that are fun to hang out with, but there's also that like sect of, yeah, like just ha, 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 ha. I, I could see myself doing the ha, ha, ha <laughs> thing, honestly, because it was a lot of fun and the food is so good that oh, I didn't yeah. even like you think didn't even of, I didn't notice. even think, I was thinking about like, like what if I was sitting at the table with Trump? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like. This place is all right. <laughs> yeah. I've this had is great better food. food. <laughs> great food. I've had better. This food is good. I walked in the room. I said, this food is great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about it. I was like, I could do that. I think so. I walked to the bathroom. Yeah. There was a big shrine. I said, wow, that's yeah. a huge shrine. <laughs> <laughs> that suit fits you very well. Whoa. What was that? Stuff is crashing behind the set. It is crashing. It's a new set. It's a new set. Yeah, Iron Out of Kings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's gravity messes with new sets. Um, but yeah, that was. That yeah, was, that sounds like a good, a it, good time. It, I mean, it was, it was a great time. It was a great time. And then we woke up. Was it yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday. And we had this really nice hotel too. And we just uh, walked around because everybody left. And we went to the Lego store and I bought some Legos. Nice. I built those today. Finished that pack off. Man, they're so like meditating. To build a Lego? Yeah. Yeah. It's so fun. Yeah. I built 300 pieces of Legos today and I had a <laughs> great time doing it. I feel like the Lego kids just turn into wanting to like build other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm turning into a Lego kid. You're turning back in. I'm phasing back. Yeah, I'm going back. Reverting. Yeah, I'm going way backwards. But yeah, I I mean, that was, there's a lot of different, like, little things about the trip that would only mean stuff to to me to the people I was on. But those are, like, the main, the main course, the main courses. Yeah. Chicago. And then we, oh, the flew back, the TSA. I want to tell this to everyone, but oh, the TSA. the TSA on the way back, so <laughs> funny. First of all, they yelled at me for having like my iPad in the freaking my suitcase or my backpack. You're supposed to like reason. take it out. Yeah, they said some places you have to take it out, pa- some places you yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah, that was bizarre. And so I didn't think so, and then so they yelled at me about it. In Raleigh, like, you had to? No, no, in, in Raleigh, Chicago. You don't. Yeah. No, sh- no, Raleigh's fine. And then. And then that was good. And then I went and then like the the scanner thing, and I had my watch on and everything. So it was it was cool. And then I walked out and I was going to get my stuff. You know, you walk out and it blinks whatever, and you go get your stuff. And then he's like, he's like this giant black guy. He's like, sir, wait. <laughs> I was yeah. like, I was like, all right. He's like, come back here. I was like, I was like, what's what's the matter? He's like, he's like, do you have anything in your groin region? <laughs> I was like, I was like. <laughs> Not that I want to tell you about, yeah, sir. Yeah, you know, I got something there, but 
<laughs> I was like, not the metal or anything. He's like, you got any implants down there? I was like, I was like, <laughs> I was like, no. And then he whips around the monitor, the yeah. X-ray monitor. Yeah. And there's this huge <laughs> red block right on my crotch. <laughs> I was like, that's about right. That's, that's so, about right. That's the funniest thing yeah, ever. Just it was like it was like an X-ray of me. The outline you could see like my freaking skull and stuff yeah, yeah. and everything, and then this giant red blob. You should have gotten a picture of that. Uh, I showed it to your Tinder account. <laughs> giant red blob right can't, on the crotch. Can't go through <laughs> yeah. metal detectors. Yeah. Not sure why. Come find out. <laughs> <laughs> you turned it around everyone in line was like oh that, that's yeah. weird like everyone could see it yeah. and he's like do you give me consent to pat you down right now and i was like yeah sure whatever and he's like do you want to go in the private room or do you want to stay here and i was like dude i will stay here i don't want you giant guy taking me in the back room and then all of a sudden they're interrogating me and crap so he patted me down and like he felt so weird about it. Everyone was like staring at me and him. And I was like, fine. I was like, yeah. whatever. And then you're good to go. I was like, everyone, everyone winked at me. Nice. Everyone, That's such an awesome TSA moment. The giant white blob. Red blob, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> what if it's just in the shape of it? <laughs> just a giant red penis. <laughs> Sir, what is that? It's just the balls. Yeah. Just May I grow up you, sir? <laughs> May I touch it? Yeah. <laughs> I like how he scans you. Your crotch sets off the sensor, and he's like, unfortunately, I'm going to have to yeah, touch yeah, it before looked, you can pass. He looks so embarrassed about it, and he even said, he's like, if you'd prefer to go to the back room, yeah. that I'm totally cool with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, no, dude, do it in front of everyone. Yeah. <laughs> And he did. Oh, I saw that happen when I was, the last time I flew, um, this kid behind me, he had jeans on, I guess. So maybe jeans are, first of all, flying in jeans, kind of a crazy move. Like I would do <laughs> anything in jeans. I'd even sleep in jeans if I had to. <laughs> flying in jeans, I probably wouldn't do that. And so they're like grabbing on his crotch and stuff and they just keep grabbing his crotch. And then his mom's like all upset. And then we get to the, you know, there's like the little benches where you get to like put all your shit back yeah. on after they just strip searched everybody. <laughs> and and I'm like, man, I'm telling them because she's all like, what is, why did he have to check you? Why did he have to check your pants? And I'm like, man, I hate going through security. And they're like, yeah, why did he check his pants? <laughs> He's got these nice freaking Levi's on. <laughs> yeah. the, the TSA TSA guy can't like get. Can't get He's like, hey, press harder. <laughs> you gotta feel this. Yeah, I can't get in there. Gotta make sure you got your uh, crotch in there. <laughs> yeah, you can't you can't penetrate jeans. A nice pair of jeans. You cannot. You can't search anyone. Anymore. No, you can't. That's that's probably why he <laughs> wore them. He's like, yeah. I don't want anybody searching my crotch. Yeah. <laughs> it backfired on him. Simple as that. I don't know what I do next time. Do I actually put something in there? Yeah, you might be able to get away with it. They're, they've got you on a list now of like Magneto crotch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a no fly list. <laughs> I put one twenty two in the urethra. <laughs> Just one bullet. <laughs> Can't even use it. Just hurts. Well, I build this little like tube, this little firing pin. I just hold it. <laughs> you get you get one of those uh, like inflatable balls, and you just squeeze it really hard, and it yeah. hits it with the firing pin. Yeah, explodes your crotch. 
That's what I'm talking about. So I'm the giant red blob guy. Giant red blob. The GRB. All right, ladies. Call in now. I got to say, um, we've talked about kind of to pivot a little bit here. Uh, we've talked about running a decent bit on the, the podcast in the past. Yeah, we're big and my 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 journey that's kind of um just been it's riddled up, with injury and it's up and down. Yeah, it's up and down. That's a great way to put it. Um It's always gonna be an uphill <laughs> battle. <laughs> There's a lot of weird noises. Uh, yeah, I think that it was a big bug. Um yeah, so I'm I took a little bit off of running because I had I had rolled my ankle playing volleyball. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep. And this is at this point this is a couple weeks ago. In our yard, by the way. In our in the yard, yeah. Um I rolled my ankle playing volleyball. It was really like it was hurting to like roll it. It's fine now, but I was like turning it and it would hurt. So I took like I ended up taking like two weeks off because I had just finished dealing with the knee thing. And I was like, I just want to let this heal and not have to try and run through it because it was so much work getting the knee thing to be fine. And um eventually I'm I I have this dream, right? This is where I kind of want to get into the the dream thing a little bit. Mm. In this dream, I'm just running. I'm just running. I'm running so fast. And this is after I haven't run for two weeks. I'm just running in my dream. I'm like running so fast. There's like a retaining wall coming up. I jump and rotate 90 degrees (laughs) and like run on the wall. Like I'm so fast. I can't even stop myself if I wanted to. I'm just so fast. And I wake up the next morning and I know... Like, as soon as I wake up, I'm like, I have to run today. For some reason, I'm just like, I need to run today. This is the end of this this break. I'm running today. And uh, then I do go run, and um, there's, like, smoke in the air. So I'm, like, looking around, trying to find the smoke mm-hmm. while I'm in the middle of my run. And uh, I'm, like, looking all around. So I'm kind of, like, not looking at the ground. And I hit this pine cone. It was a big pine cone. <laughs> Completely rolled the same ankle. <laughs> I'm waiting, which I was so mad. I started running like faster and I was like enjoying the pain just because I was so angry. I was like, there's no way I just rolled the, the ankle. rogue pine cone. But, and then I was just like, I was like, I'm not stopping again. I'm not taking another injury break. I'm just running through everything. This is, uh, this is, I'm, I'm done. I'm done taking these stupid breaks and then just hitting a pine cone. Like the, the T-boned a pine cone. The inside of my foot hits the pine cone. And my foot, my ankle crumples under the pressure. Like it's, it's the boots. I I guess <laughs> I, it's it was so stupid. I and like all my weight comes down completely on the side of my foot, and my ankle just it torques my ankle. <laughs> you gotta wear less boots. They're too supported all the time. They're weak. Yeah, I guess so. I gotta just start wearing just the sneakers. I guess. <laughs> all right, but here's the thing, right? I keep having running dreams every couple days. Okay. And every time I have a running dream, I I feel when I wake up like I have to I have to run. Like one time I was just at my grandparents going to get something for them and I was like running around and I was actually huffing and puffing in this dream a little bit. Like it felt yeah, like I was actually yeah, yeah. running. I woke up and I had to run. And like I don't really associate dreams that much with what's really going on in life, but Man, I just oh, like if I have start, the running dream. Start. 
Yeah. The running dream. The running dream keeps happening. I keep running it's in the so dream. Funny. I wake what if, up, I have what to if run. the running dream just means something totally different? It doesn't, yeah. And then you're like, I have to run. Well, and your, body, your subconscious is like, no, that's not what I yeah, meant. I've been trying to tell you something. <laughs> it's not this. How I else keep, could I tell you? I keep just going and like rolling my ankle. Yeah. It's like, no, I'm trying to tell you. Just I'm mean stopped. to chase your dreams. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I looked it up and it means one of two things. According to Google, um, either you are running away from something, like you're scared of something, or you're trying to get achieve, you're trying to get to something. And I'm not scared of anything, dude. <laughs> I'm not scared of anything. I'm scared of nothing. <laughs> so I'm like... Yeah, this dream, and man, I'm, never, I'm scared of nothing. I'm never actually running away from anything in the dream. I'm always, I'm always only focused on like wherever I'm going. So I, I feel like it's... I'm just chasing that my dreams and trying to get that bag, and I'm trying to <laughs> exercise. So it all kind of plays together. I had an NDE today, though, on the way to run. I ran today. No dream today. NDE on the way? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I didn't have a dream today, but I felt like I should run because it's a Monday, and I'm trying to get... I have a lot to do this week, so I'm trying to stay active so that my brain can keep focusing on all the stuff I have to do. Yeah. And... um. I'm riding my little dirt bike thing to to the park, <laughs> and I'm on Hilltop uh, Needmore Road, which doesn't matter the name of it, but what matters <laughs> is that it's a very narrow road. Narrow, yeah. So, like, you'll, you'll have, like, a dually pulling a trailer that kind of encroaches in your lane, and on the bike, that really doesn't matter. You're always kind of a little bit weirded out when someone's crossing into your lane. Yeah. And so, I'm, I'm somebody kind of does that to me a little bit. And I'm I'm always just watching anyway. And on the dirt bike, I can kind of just go off the road if I have to. Yeah. And I might wipe out, but I'll wipe out in on grass, which is way better. Yeah. And uh, and I I'm going around this turn, and then I see this older dually truck kind of come around the the turn. He's going fast, and so I'm coming kind of towards him. We're a decent distance from him still. And he drops off the his right side of the road a little bit. Oh no! And and I can see it happen. Like like time goes slow motion as soon as he does that because he overcorrects. Yeah. And he so he he jerks his wheel back onto the road, and then I'm like, this truck. There's no way it handles well. Yeah. And I've I've had this happen before to me while I was in my truck and thought I was gonna die from a Mustang. Yeah. So this happens, and I'm like, time's slowing down. My brain's calculating like all the different paths I might have to take depending on where he ends up coming. And luckily he like regains control of the truck. But I'm telling you the amount of adrenaline that released, you know, when the adrenaline goes away and then you're just left with like, whoa, like your blood pressure starts to drop and you almost feel like you're about to pass out. Yeah. Like I felt like I was going to pass out. I, and I felt like pain. It was so much adrenaline. It was like Whoa. pain. And I I felt like I had just looked death in the eye. Cause, and, and the guy regained control. You know, I don't know what his mind was, but I just saw that truck shift in a way it just wasn't supposed to. Yeah, and yeah. then I saw him overcorrect and his trajectory was me. Jeez. And, and he was going fast. And I mean, I was going the speed limit pretty much. I wasn't doing anything crazy. Yeah. And I, I had a lot of, I, I had opportunity to move, 
and I was about to. I was like getting I was getting out of the lane, getting ready to like get into the ditch. And then he regained the control of the truck. But I that is the scariest. It probably wasn't the most dangerous situation I've been in. Yeah. But it was by far the scariest just watching that like probably six thousand pounds of steel yeah, just uh-huh. coming towards me. I was Oh, that I, is an NDE. And then I ran so fast. When I got to the park, I ran so fast. I was running from something uh, then. I was running from the adrenaline. Holy crap. Oh my God. So that was not fun. Um, but yeah, I kind of wanted to get into the to the dreams and then the and then the NDE. Dream to the NDE. Wow. Yeah, that I, I just haven't like, I haven't had a situation like that yet on the bike. I mean, I feel like if you could have seen that, like a like a bunch of camera shots of that situation, maybe it wouldn't have seemed as scary as it felt. Because I was just, my brain is constantly, and I mean, we've talked about this before. When you're on a bike, you're constantly trying to like plan for the worst case scenario. Yeah, yeah. And my brain was locked into like the be- worst case scenario, and it was this truck is coming into my lane at me at 50 miles an hour. Yeah. And I have very little time to do something if I'm going to. So I was getting ready to. And, and I was like, he swerves back into his lane. And I'm just like, I'm like shaking my head at him. Like, how can you do that? Yeah. Like to me. Like that. How could you do that? Yeah. I was, oh, my, and the, my heart's beating like so fast. I don't understand how the adrenaline response happens so fast. It's immediate. Well, it's like the mechanism to save your life. Yeah. And it, it has to be immediate. But it's 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 crazy that something so complex can happen. Like yeah. you watch yeah. a truck move in a way that, like, that's how do we? How does something that like foreign to being a human? Driving a car is kind of foreign, even though we do it every day. It's kind of foreign, but my brain somehow that my adrenaline response is linked to some system that understands. That, that that truck could kill me. Yeah. Yeah, it's a crazy system. I think it's because it's got to be like a predator system. Like we understand the truck as a potential predator. I don't understand how we can have <laughs> yeah. it work. I don't get yeah, it. Yeah. I don't get how my heart rate spikes up. I'm like, my pupils probably dilate. I'm just like watching the truck. I'm, I can see like 10 lines. It's like I, I see 10 potential lines coming out of the truck where it's going to go. Like not that graphically, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I can. I'm thinking about it all. It's happening so fast, but I can think about all this because my freaking heart is pumping and my brain is just being fed with everything it needs to try and plan out of that. It was just such a. It was kind of cool afterwards once my, once I like got my breathing under control again. But, but yeah, that was that was a little. I'm sketchy. sure there's an answer out there that we just don't know. I'm sure there's like a like a scientific answer yeah. to it. Or a biological answer to that question that we just, <laughs> we don't know. We just don't know. We just don't know. We just don't know. We don't know really that much, actually. No, we're we're kind of confused. We're kind of like confused walking around in this world confused. I know. I wake up confused sometimes. In the sauna. Yeah. <laughs> I fall asleep in the sauna. Yeah, what's the deal with that? What's the deal... And we got. Oh, I got I got a story to tell actually. Oh, oh. So yesterday, Will texted me. He's like, "Hey, 
my parts came in for my car. You want to help me work on it? I'm like, yeah, sure. And I, so I say like, come over to my, my parents' house. My parents' house is like 10 minutes from here. Yeah. And I go over there and I, I bought like a 12 pack of beer. So in my mind, I was either going to ride home, have him bring me home and come get my bike with the truck in the morning. Mm-hmm. Or, um, ideally what I was going to do is have Ray come get me again. <laughs> Cause I was like, I was like, that'll probably work. So I texted Bubs earlier in the night. I was like, Hey, I was basically telling her that was a potential plan, you know? Mm-hmm. And she was like, okay, yeah, whatever you need. And, um, then it's like eight thirty, and I text Bubs and I'm like, Hey, like, do you think you guys could come pick me up? And she's like, I'm in bed and Ray's at work and I, and I just like, Oh shit. And so I'm like, and, and I was thinking, I was like, how much beer, how many beers have I had? So I start like cruising around in the woods on my dirt bike to like trying to figure out like where I'm at and like, yeah, I'm ripping in the woods, but I just, I knew that there was no, there was no way that I could justify like hopping on the roads. Yeah. yeah. I just couldn't like, I didn't even know how many beers I'd had. (laughs) So I was just like, <laughs> just like, I she had called me and she's like, hey, I, like, you didn't text me back earlier, and I didn't really know that this was supposed to be a plan, and I didn't even know Ray was going to work. I was like, well, don't worry about it. I'll just stay here. Like, there's, a, I can sleep in a bed. Like, I'll be fine. Yeah. I'll just come back in the morning. And she's all like, oh, well, whatever. Call Ray. So I call Ray, and she doesn't answer. And then I'm like, all right. So I go back over to my twelve pack of beer. I uh, I like shotgun a beer because <laughs> I'm like, well, now I'm just having yeah, fun yeah. in the woods by myself on a motorcycle, and uh, and I got my AirPods in, and I'm just like cruising in the woods. It's really dark, and I'm just kind of getting dialed in. And then my my AirPods start ringing. It's like my music goes off, and and I. Uh, Ray just comes on my headphones. She's like, I heard what you did. And I'm like, what? I'm like, what do you mean what I did? I'm like, I'm just riding my motorcycle. She's like, I heard you got too drunk and you can't drive home. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. I'm like, you don't have to, you don't have to worry about it. And she's like, we're coming to get you. Oh my God. And then they show up in Bub's car. I'm like, where's the truck? Cause I wanted to load my bike up yeah. and bring it home. They're like, we're not bringing the truck. We're coming to get you. I'm like, okay. So I just <laughs> I just hop in the car. I'm happy. I'm like dumb and happy. And then uh Ray brings me to cookout. It was like a great night. Oh, I Ray told me about your cookout thing. I got a the thing is I just wanted a hot dog. Like all I wanted was a hot dog. So I get a hot dog tray with a bunch of sides and I just eat my hot dog and I shove the rest in the refrigerator. <laughs> and I eat it today. <laughs> <laughs> the leftover cookout. It wasn't great. No, it's never. It was great. left. It was left. It was leftover. It wasn't great. <laughs> but it was a great night, oh, and I think that it's a weird night. It was so fun though. And Will, I would have asked Will for a ride home because he left, and then pretty much right after he left, I was like, "Hey, by the way, like, can I get that ride home?" And uh, they were like, "What? What you we're, say? We're sleeping." It's like I'm like, yeah. it's, it's eight thirty. On a Sunday, it's not that late. Yeah. I'm like, I didn't think it was going to be a problem. <laughs> and I'm like, and if it is, don't worry about it. Yeah. I, I don't care. I'll just stay here. They were like, no, we're coming to get you. And they were all pissed <laughs> and they showed up. They weren't that pissed because I did a sick jump right in front of them. And I think they were just impressed. 
Oh yeah, I'm sure. I don't I'm know sure. what it was, but they weren't that mad sick, when they showed up. A sick jump. I did a really good jump right when they were pulling up. Like, like they just are pulling up, and I live, you know, a quarter mile into the woods, like real yeah, dark, yeah, and you yeah. just hear like, brump, brump, coming from the woods. Yeah. That's me on my motorcycle, and then I just come flying out of the woods and hit the jump. And then I land like right behind them as they had turned, and then I just am gone again. I come flying through the woods from the other side. At least that's how it felt. (laughs) And um, because I'm so psyched about this new bike, I finally got it to where it's it's like kind of working. It's still leaking some oil, which that doesn't even matter because I can put so much more oil in. Um, but. But you could put an infinite. The oil ridiculous in there. thing, I mean, this is kind of another pivot on the bike thing, is that these bikes that we just got, everyone talks so much trash about them. What? Yeah, they do. What do you we mean? We were talking trash about them like a month ago uh, before we got them. We were like, hey, or two, three months ago. We were like, we don't want that. We want one of the um, like they're gonna be slow and boring, and they they're not gonna be fast, and they're gonna all this nonsense and we got to get the big bikes yeah yeah and yeah, we did. and as soon as i got one yeah i was like these people are all wrong they're all wrong yeah they're, they're actually very much fun it's fast it's plenty fast to do you could ride the highway on it all day long yeah it can go anywhere it it only weighs like 100 pounds more than a dirt bike it's the sickest bike ever it's a really i'm having cool bike. so much yeah, fun yeah. on mine i can't even believe it yeah besides when i almost got hit by that truck but man people just like to talk crap on the internet that is it, that is yeah it's super bizarre because i'm having them i think the most fun i've ever had on a motorcycle is on this klr yeah. just like gooning around yeah. everywhere yeah and it's a cheap bike too you drop it yeah. you're not mad yeah. Yeah. like these other bikes that, that everyone's trying to sell you on it's all these rich people who don't know how to ride it, and it yeah it's like the highway tour people yeah it's gotta be they're like, you have to spend $20,000 on an off-road bike. And I'm like, man, I do. I believe them. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, they, they must be right. Yeah. They're like, those old bikes are so slow and stupid. And I'm like, yeah, they are. i never ridden yeah. one. Yeah, they are. Eventually, I get one because I'm poor. That's all, all I can yeah, get. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> it's so fun. It's so much fun. It's so much fun. And you can go anywhere. Man. And it's easy to go anywhere so easy i crash i crash a lot you crash a lot i crash twice the uh, my bruise is still there i'm trying to avoid the crash because the paint but the paint yeah, yeah you I'm got trying your, to avoid yeah, you the crash, your bike but... up but i well the this crash today was just so goofy because i didn't have any gear on at all i wasn't going that fast and i just hit this uh it's like moldy wood and the bike just goes out from under me and and you you like think you can put your foot down like it's a dirt bike and then it just weighs so much yeah. and it's also so tall so it's just like you're riding and then you're just on the ground next to the bike so fast and you're like what <laughs> I, I think i said that i was yeah. like i was like what <laughs> i was like i'm on the ground seriously and the bike's still running i just pick it up still running i just ride away it doesn't stall what's going on how come i didn't know about these how come this is new to me? I don't understand them. Can't believe it. I've seen one. I sat on one when I was so young. An XR650. Same bike I have right now. I sat on one when I was little. I was like, wow, this is kind of cool. Yeah. That's all I knew about it. They're so, they're really big. They're Huge. They're big bikes. But they are, they're just... 
they're just light enough where you can do anything on them. They're yeah. just power enough, powerful enough where you can go anywhere. Yeah, you can ri- I could ride the highway all day. Yeah. All day long. Golly. People on the internet. If you if you Yeah. You know Adam got his uh Adam's got like a little mic set up. Yeah, yeah. Room, and, and he's, he's like ready. he's like he's ready. call in. I'll record my audio. He's like, and then you just splice yeah. the audio in. So we're gonna have some calls with Adam. Yeah, we're gonna have some coming up here. Yeah, yeah. He's got his whole. I, I want to get him. I've got a webcam somewhere around here. Might be in a here. webcam. Oh, we're gonna I webcam him in. I'll give him a webcam. Well, I'll just have him record it separately, and then we'll be able to see him. <laughs> I'll put. I'll splice it in. Oh my god! Man, that would be fun. Oh. And I'm tired. Clap it out. Okay. Go, Cubs, go. Go, Cubs, go. Everybody wants to see the Cubs win. Say, go, Cubs, go. Go, Cubs, go.